Game Cola faithful, and welcome to the Game Cola podcast. This is podcast number 110, and I am your host and podcast commander, as always, Joseph Martin. With me today, I have a lovely group of people, as I always do. The podcast just, you know, has, always has some pretty good things, doesn't it? We have Diana Gray, Coley, second name thing, and Alex Jezizak. <laughs> So that's the introductions, and then now you introduce yourselves, as is standard. Hey guys, I'm Diana Gray, GameCola.net's resident fangirl, and uh, I'm actually not playing a video game, I'm eating Chipotle. How dare you? How dare you say that to me? (laughs) Hi, I'm Coley, your resident watermelon scientist, back at it again. Yeah, see, see, when I was reading through the name things, I was like, Coley, I should say a second thing, but all of a sudden, watermelon scientist is like... No one's Coley, not like, it's just going to be a complete non sequitur to anyone who hasn't seen Podcast 107. I think it's Podcast 107. I think it's the one that just went up on the YouTube channel um, oh, this did week. It. Yeah. It did. Nice. Nice. So anyway, that's, sorry, I didn't mean to step all of your introduction. <laughs> Jetty. Jetty, you're on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jetty, your resident uh, editor-in-chief. Um, Everyone's stealing my thing. <laughs> It was such a good theme. See, the problem, I've been doing that forever. You see, the problem is, is that you're always now that we're in Discord, you're always at the top always because first. you're Ace Fangirl, and I just read see? everyone. I just read everyone in order now such a good to make example. sure that I get everyone. Because in Skype, it was random. In Skype, everyone's like pictures were just in you know, a oh. random assortment, and I would try to mix it up even still sometimes. But now I just I just read it. So great. Well, no, we don't Sorry, always Jetty, have I stepped all over your trust <laughs> Jetty has changed his name to A-plus Jetty, so hey! we, will, we will now avoid you being first every single time, Diana. I'm number one. Okay. Oh, that would be even better. That would probably put me even more at the top. Oh, my <laughs> number God. Number one Jetty. With the pound sign, jetty. so does wait in alphabetical order. Does the pound sign come before? Hold on, now I need to change my name and see yeah. if I go. Sim- like symbols. One. Oh my god! Come before numbers. <laughs> hold on, let's see. But which symbol would come before the number sign? Yep, yep. No, you're still higher. Okay. One number, wait. Joseph. Anyway, video games. <laughs> video games. Video games. <laughs> Guys, I don't know. I don't know if you know this. But there was there was a uh, there were a lot of video games recently, in recent times, as you may or may yes. not be aware. That is true. We do have a lot of video games in this era of gaming. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate that about this era of gaming. I'm talking about E3. If that wasn't clear as to what uh... I was trying to segue into. Yeah, <laughs> I knew that. So yeah, E3. E3, the Electronics Entertainment Expo, even though I, I, there are rumors that it's not even like that's not even an acronym anymore. It's just E3 now. Oh, it's like when true. it's like when KFC stopped being Kentucky Fried Chicken and they just became KFC. KFC. <laughs> what? I think you can't just change your acronym. No, you're not changing they the didn't acronym. They changed the acronym. Just they changed... just got rid of it. Yeah, they just that's, don't that's have it. That's even anymore. worse. It's like that one t- a Timon and Pumbaa cartoon where Rafiki like let someone undo the wish and he's like, "But I only get one wish." And he's like, "I'm not granting another wish. I'm just taking back the first wish." <laughs> it's a loophole. It is still called the Electronic Entertainment Expo. Well, then it? the internet lied to me, so... Yeah, I, I literally that's... googled the E3 and it says Electronic Entertainment Expo. they haven't changed it. Maybe they haven't changed the website yet. I'm pretty sure E3 would be on top of their website. 
I'm just, I'm like maybe like the date, like, you know, the under, like Google doesn't pull from the front page. There's like underlying data that it like gets. And maybe that wasn't changed. Caching True. issues. Yeah. 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 Jetty, Jetty said something that sounded smart, so I'm going to agree with it. Have you tried turning it off and turning it back on again? The internet? <laughs> The internet. Not not like my router or anything, like the actual internet. But turn it tried? all it turn it all off and turn it all back on. Sounds yes. like a good strategy. Did anybody watch E three? I did. I saw some of it. Jenny, you, you had a Yeah, gonna, I watched some of it. We're gonna we're gonna go on a probably a big Nintendo rant because that's that's what most of the people that's, hear. But Jetty, yeah. why don't you start us off? Because you had a story that none of us are entirely sure actually happened. But I would like to hear about this because it Me might too. be an exclusive. Maybe you're the only one who tuned into this in the I, whole I might world. Have been, and this it was, may be um, the only relic of its existence. It was pretty late at night. Like, um, I mean, I say pretty late, uh, by which I mean, like, maybe 10 p.m. Um, <laughs> Don't get crazy uh, now, Jetty. Are you getting okay, enough sleep? <laughs> this isn't as sketchy as I first thought it was going to be. No, um, so I'd been kind of like tuning in, tuning out, not really caring about E3, like, looking over and being like, oh, something about PlayStation games, though, there's one about zombies, and, you know, what a surprise, so there's some guy shooting somebody. But then, like, at some point, I hear, like, in the background, Tim Schafer, I'm like, oh, you know, Tim Schafer, I know that guy, Telltale, all that, you know, adventure games. Um, And then they're like, and here's Jack Black. And I'm like, okay, maybe (laughs) I should watch this. (laughs) <laughs> What's yeah, going on? I would watch that. Plot twist. Um, apparently, Jack Black was in Brutal Legend. Um, if you guys are familiar with that game, uh, I'm not. Is that the one? It, is that the one where it's like it's Vikings the one versus? Jack Black. It's not the one where it's like Vikings versus samurai versus medieval knights. It's not that one. No. What does Wikipedia have to say? Brutal Legend is an action-adventure video game with real-time strategy game elements created by Double Fine Productions and published by Electronic Arts for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. Mm. The game was released during October 2009 in North America, Europe, and Australia. Okay. I'm with I, you. I have, not, I, have not, I have not played such a game. I, I, think I, I have was not still, played it either. But... I think I was still playing Super Mario Galaxy at that point. <laughs> the game features... Game. Yeah, wait. What does that have? The game... The game features the character of Eddie Riggs, voiced by and modeled after Jack Black. What? Why? So, so apparently the guys have a bit of a history, and like I, I couldn't tell from the quote interview because it was supposed to be Jack Black interviewing Tim Schafer. Well, that's probably not going to go well. But I, I couldn't tell. Like, was this? Like, they had worked together and they just happened to be on stage together? Or was this, like, their buds, they hang out, and this is just kind of an extension of that? They're doing it on TV now. Um, Because it wasn't really an interview, unless you count Jack Black occasionally pulling out his cell phone to get a list of questions, which was like, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Which, if you... (laughs) If you guys are familiar with Jack Black, is part of one of his skits. Okay. You know, I'm just saying, on this criteria, I feel that I could have applied for a press pass for E3 and you gotten accepted. You didn't even need a press pass this year. Yeah, I know, apparently. but it, then, it, then it would have cost money. It was actually really expensive. I looked into it. 
because I, I thought about going because I do live really close, but it was like three hundred dollars. It is. And I was like, mm, I'm mm. poor. It is pretty expensive. Also, I have to work. So I did not go to E3. <laughs> the end. But now that you I know the story about it. Jack Black, I should have done get, it. We got to get Game Cola up in the up in the charts so that we can get Diana a press pass. I'm just saying, I would do it. I would go. I would take one for the team. Oh, we'd appreciate your go friend. to E3. <laughs> You'd have but... to record yourself like doing stuff, though. You wouldn't oh, just duh. wait to like go. <laughs> and then we never oh, heard from her again. Are you kidding? I would record myself doing everything just to make you guys jet. Jetty, did you just put three number signs in front of your name so you'd be better than me? I have to be number one. I was about to say he's asserting his dominance. You're not yeah. even number one. You're just number, number, number. No, uh, according to the ordering of this thing, that's even better. Okay, sorry, I got distracted in the middle of my sentence, but that was, sentence wasn't really going anywhere, to be honest with you. So, but, um, get, me to, get me to E3 next year. That should be our goal. Everyone worked toward that this year. I think that was our goal. I think, I think that was yeah. our goal last year, too. That was our goal last year, and it didn't happen. But this year, it's going to happen. I know we used to try to send uh, Michael Gray to Yeah, E3. when he lived down here. Yeah. And um, they required, like, a bunch of paperwork, including... They do require a bunch like, of paperwork. Business cards. Yeah, they do, and I'm like, I don't have. I can make a ghetto business card, like, <laughs> get like not. a note, notebook card or something, you know, flashcard stuff. <laughs> Go to like, like Vista Print and get business cards for like five yeah. ninety nine. I could do this exactly. Make it look all fancy. I'm pretty sure I have our logo someplace stored. I could do this next year. Next year. Anyways, so... E3 this year. <laughs> Getting yes. back on track. Jack Black interviewed Tim Schafer. It was quite entertaining. Um, I'm not sure. Like, I kept wondering the whole time. I don't believe Jack Black was entirely sober while he was... I uh, highly doubt it. Yeah. Um, also, I want... Jetty, are you on East Coast time? You are, yes. right? Yeah. So you realize that when you were watching this at 10, it was happening at 7 here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes it even less sketchy, kind of, but Sadly. also more sketchy that this was happening at 7 p.m. <laughs> the witching hour. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I thought that was funny. When is the actual witching hour? I don't know. Like, maybe Not then, like midnight? I, I thought. Like, that was the joke I was going for, but like, I don't know. I don't know. You brought it up. Well, yes, that is how questions work. So, video so, games. Video games. <laughs> That sadly, is. this is not. Sadly, this is not actually from. I was like, he doesn't. Look, he looks way younger <laughs> than I remember. But... However, however, I am wondering if Tim Schafer was wearing the same outfit. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. I didn't see any um, any Tim Schafer on the streams that I watched, but I also only watch Nintendo, so that's not a surprise. <laughs> no, he was just wearing a black T-shirt. Anyway, I did watch some other. E3 stuff. Um, I saw some video games. I do like video games. Video Um, games are cool. I did... Okay, so I was actually sitting there thinking like, man, you know, I really don't care about most of these games, just gonna be honest. I don't Mm -hmm. care about, you know, another zombie game, another like, (laughs) whoa, so dark uh, shooter or whatever. And then I saw, and it kills me, 
to admit this, but I saw the Super Mario with the Rabbids. Oh, really? The gameplay looks good. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. I, I love how you take, you take Super Mario Brothers, you take Raymond's Raving Rabbids, Why? you put them together, no, you put Who them together, and you get, you get XCOM. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly... <laughs> Like <laughs> that's what everyone's saying. Like everyone was prepared to laugh it off, and then they saw the gameplay. Yeah, and for... everyone was down, including yeah. myself. But <laughs> but why? Why? I don't know why. Apparently, because apparently they Rabbits it. is you know popular, and so is Mario. So they, they just thought, hey. and Miyamoto liked it. Apparently, so oh Miyamoto. I wish I could say he's the only one, but. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> I mean, I do, I do really like also just sort of how it looks. Like it does look like, really nice. Being able mm-hmm. to see the Mario characters animated in that like sort of stretchy, more cartoonish style <laughs> is definitely yeah. just visual. It's just visually appealing in the way that the, the rabid characters aren't really <laughs> like they can't really make use of the the nice animation because they're just like white blobs. <laughs> but like with True. the more expressive Mario characters, it actually looks pretty good. I, I hear most people both. are just going to be like, "Hey, I'll I'll just you know immediately replace all of my rabbit characters with Mario characters as soon as I can," and then it's like Mario versus rabbit. <laughs> yeah, it's not the first time Mario's crossed over with something weird though. Remember Fortune oh. Street? Oh boy! Yeah. Where you crossed, what, you crossed, like, Mario, and was it Final Fantasy? Or what, what did they cross? Uh, or Dragon War? Dragon War. I it was Dragon, was Dragon War. War. Yeah, it wasn't Final Fantasy. You crossed Mario, a platformer, with Dragon Warrior, an RPG, and you get Monopoly. Because think, it makes sense. <laughs> I think it makes more sense in Japan where that was, like, already an existing independent game thing. So it's less that you take Mario and Dragon Warrior. It's more that you take Monopoly and just mishmash a bunch of games together inside it. Like, Fortune Street as a series was a series where you took two franchises and put them in a game? Um, And then it was Monopoly? Or, like, was it like there were a bunch of Dragon Warrior games where you did money thing, Monopoly things, and then they made a Mario one, too? Let me see, because I'm not entirely familiar with um the series but apparently it's been around since 1991 i recall i recall reading the same thing somewhere yeah i will corroborate you i also vaguely recall reading that for some reason i mean mario's crossover with sonic they (laughs) did like mario crossovers always just end up being really weird things like you take mario you take sonic and you get the olympics because the winter olympics Mm mm-hmm (laughs) <laughs> and then the next Olympics. <laughs> I think that I, I don't think there's going to be very many more Olympics Mario games. I don't know. They're going to try uh, to squeeze that for as long as. But they I can. feel like I feel like that that thing you just described just now in that sentence has already happened. Mm-hmm. Like we've already been in the stage of squeezing it out. Also, like how many more Olympic events can you come up? Like you got them all. They're the same. Every four years. Come on, didn't you watch the ribbon twirling event? Oh my god, that's the best. That's my favorite. <laughs> exactly. My best friend um, has London, the London Olympic Games, and we um, we do the ribbon twirling like all 
whenever I go over to her house. That and the trampoline. Those are the best ones. I've actually never played. The only ones that I, I first played, you know, like the first two ones in the series, the first Olympic Games and the first Winter Olympic Games, I haven't played anything past those. No, I've only played the one. That's it. That's it. And, and pretty much just the ribbon twirling. But uh, that's that's a pretty bro event. <laughs> so now we're just talking about video games that came out a while ago <laughs> instead of E3. We can talk about that. I, uh, actually, perhaps a little more timely, the winner of the Game of Cola best game of 10 <gasps> years ago... Wait, don't I, I get didn't... excited about that. <laughs> I thought okay. he was going to say something that I didn't know, but I think I actually know that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. Wait, what would actually... Diana know? What did, you, did you tell her? Well, she had to write a thing about it. How dare you do this to me, Jetty? <laughs> How dare you play me like this? Now, now dare what I... What did you get to write about? <laughs> it's because you're not number one, it's because you're one number. Anyways, what were you going to say about the uh, best yeah. game of ten years ago, Jetty? I, I actually... Oh, wait, no. Oh, I was wrong. Oh, now what will I say? Okay, um, here <laughs> I was. I was going to say that um, I've been playing both the winner and the runner-up uh, of the best game of ten years ago, which, actually, I should have introduced this and said, I've been playing more recent games lately that are only in, ten years yeah, old Yeah, they're only ten years old. I got the joke. I get the joke, <laughs> Jetty. And also, like, it's amazing to me because I have literally never, a, a week ago played a Game Boy Advance game. You didn't even this play the, the Crystallis Game Boy Advance game? I thought you No, that. that was Nathaniel. I thought I know he played it for the channel, but I thought you it, had played it before. No, I still haven't touched it. Um in some ways how can I say this? It, it it's too much of an abomination for for me to dare to touch. I can't imagine playing it. Uh okay. okay. Chrysalis for the for the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> if you guys uh, have seen, <laughs> I might. I've seen some of them. I think I watched it a long time ago, but must they have been tried a real to say like the names ago. of the swords, but it was kind of like it sounded more like the sound effect should have been on the Game Boy than the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, what were you saying about the? You're just saying that you've been playing games that have. Ten, only 10 years old, or was there more to the story? Um, I guess I was trying to decide, oh wait, oh no, now I've ruined it. Dare I say what the winners were? Um, but I can at least talk about the one that was not the winner. <laughs> okay. You've narrowed it down. Yeah. Um, I have been playing, and have been quite impressed by, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Yeah. Yes. Someone requested that I stream that. It's Isn't a great it? game. It's good. It's it's a lot like, better than you would is, think it would be. Yeah, wait, which one? Is it red? The original one? Is it red and blue? It would be red. Blue apparently, yeah, yeah, blue red. apparently is for the oh. DS. Yes, red it is, but they came out... I thought they came out around the same time? Yeah, they, they came do. out at the same time. The, the whole okay, point so. of it was, along with going on the line of Pokemon doing something that like is included in the functionality for the handheld consoles, but literally no one else ever does, in the DS and the DS Lite, you could put a Game Boy game and a DS game. It could play both. So there was a Game Boy game slot and a DS game slot. And so there were different... Pokemon had different things that you could do 
where like that's one of the ways you could transfer games from Gen three into Gen four to transfer Pokemon from Gen three to Gen four is you put the Game Boy game in the Game Boy slot and you know Diamond or Pearl in the DS slot and you could transfer them with Red and Blue you could like kind of trade maybe and also like fight someone in the on the Game Boy version using um i think or something like that i don't remember exactly but there was like functionality that you could do based on like having the cartridge in the uh in the game boy slot and the ds slot for each game that's interesting i didn't know that i don't know i guess i wasn't really expecting much like uh i didn't know what to expect going into it and when i loaded it up and it said chunsoft like uh as one of the credits then i was like wait a second that's the guys that made dragon warrior apparently this is like just a graphical change from an existing dragon warrior spin-off but i don't know like i'm really impressed by like the writing and the comedy and like the they have sprites for every pokemon like all mm-hmm. 400 whatever that were in existence at the time are like in the wow. game mm-hmm. yeah like and not even just like, oh, it's a static image. It's like there's a sleeping version, there's a walking version, there's an attacking version, like so on and so forth for all of the Pokemon. There's like, I don't know. I don't know if every single one that was there. I think I feel Most like I remember of them. them. A lot like of if, them. If they were in a dungeon, they probably did. No, no, but I mean, I mean, like just of all the 400 or whatever Pokemon that were out at the time, I don't think all of them were in the game. <laughs> I don't... I'm not sure, because I'm pretty sure, like, even if you didn't encounter some certain Pokemon in dungeons, like, I'm pr- like even they were the NPCs that would just, like, talk to you. Well, you know what? I'll keep a count when I play it. I'll count them all. Count all of them. Gotta count I'll them all. I'll make a checklist, <laughs> and I'll just check them off as I find them. Yeah. Make sure to mark down their different sprites. Got it. Thank Gotta you. find them all. That won't take you forever. It. Yeah, I know. Besides, I don't even think um, the originals were the one that my friend requested me to stream. I think he wanted me to do Explorers of the Sky. Yeah, that's Time um, and Darkness. That's Time the, and Darkness that's was my favorite. To Time and Darkness. And it was fantastic. Yeah, Time and Darkness I is. Never would... expected there to be such a great story. Oh, good. <laughs> well, well no, maybe like... I told them once I get through Chrono Trigger. Then I will I will start something new. Because you know, like sometimes storylines just kind of go in a straight line and it's parallel, and you can kind of see how like it goes. But like in the middle of your little parallel walk, there's like this giant plot twist. You're like, oh, don't I didn't tell see me that coming. I'm not gonna tell you what it is. Good, but like it's just something that you didn't expect. Like I okay. think I was literally. I think I was literally crying at the end of the game because oh, I just no. got so emotionally attacked. Oh, no, I'm an ugly crier. <laughs> and I was like, I did not expect this from my Pokemon game. <laughs> I think, okay, and I think that's the thing that gets me the most, is that, like, I'm so used to, and I guess I had that thought, is that, like, how many Pokemon games have I actually played? But um, <laughs> I was surprised by, like, the story and... I guess I didn't expect that much story from, like, a Pokemon game. Maybe you guys can uh, refute this with your Pokemon experience with games no, later no, than... No, 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 you are, you are 100% correct. <laughs> I, I would concur. 
<laughs> this was and this was definitely also like even like black and white, which is probably the closest that those set is probably the closest, and that hadn't come out yet. That wouldn't be out for a while. So definitely at the time, absolutely, and yeah. even now I would say, yeah, probably. I mean, I haven't played them, but given what I've heard from people that have played that series and then just like regular Pokemon, I would also concur. So how far have you gotten, Jetty? Um, I am stuck currently. Not sure what I need to be doing. Um, oh, no. I'm at the part where Alakazam and his team are off fighting whatever it's called underground that's making earthquakes. And then Blastoise and some other guys went off to save him. Everyone I talk to in the game uh, is just like, oh, yeah, Blastoise will do it. Don't worry about it. And then I go and I do some more missions and then I go to sleep and every day I wake up and I just read my mail <laughs> and this is sounding very it, it adult turns, now it turns out that you're not relevant to the to the major plot of this yeah, I go just to one day they... I get my cup of coffee and I go outside and I check the mail uh, so okay uh, I seem to recall a similar situation I don't not like the story beats but like being stuck in a thing where it's like how many times do I have to do just do regular missions and like, yeah. wait have you tried going to the is there a beach in that one mm, not there's a really. beach in time and darkness there that was one in in time and darkness there was one time where like I was supposed to like go to the beach and like see a character there and I just because it's not but it's not on the way to anything like it's yeah. off on its own separate path so I, I didn't do that for a while, and then I was just, like, wandering around. I was like, oh, there's a char- really important character that's just here. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I need to see for the story. important to the story. Your game progression. So my, my advice to you, maybe, is to have you tried just walking around everywhere in town? Um, okay, I actually just did that earlier today. Um, I discovered that Diglett and Doug Trio are sitting on a cliff looking out at the ocean. Uh, I talked to them. That was fun. I do really like the Diglett in one of the first missions. Diglett is stuck at the top of a mountain and has to be lifted off of the mountain by uh, Magnemites. And uh, Diglett said that uh, he was very afraid when he felt his feet uh, just touching air. Yes, I remember that. (laughs) And everyone's like, feet? Yeah, Diglett have feet. It's confirmed. Is that the one that are the Diglett and the Dark Trio out by like uh the Sharpedo Cliff? Is that what it's called? Like or it looks like a shark? No, it's um next to the <laughs> Pelper post office. I'm beginning to think that I just don't remember any of I I remember time like the my time and darkness memories have replaced my blue rescue team memories because so... I'm not remembering I keep remembering things, but it's from the second set of games. Except I don't even remember anything that really happened, other than, like, some of the story from Time and Darkness. Maybe it's because I've played um, Super Mystery Dungeon, and that's the most recent Mystery Dungeon I've played, so maybe that's just rewrote everything. Is that everything. the third one? Is it the 3D one? Yeah, it's one I of th- them, because there's think... two of them. Oh, well, then I don't know. I didn't play either of those, but I heard they weren't as good. Eh, I mean, it kind of sucks because the level you're at, like, it completely escalates. Like, you don't really have time to get to the same level as your opponents. 
so you're kind of stuck like trying to grind or get to the same level it's really kind of unfair it's still nice because i like mystery dungeon but you know it's not as good as the other ones story has not been as fantastic as time in darkness okay cool 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 talk about pokemon mystery dungeon guys I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'm looking at um at GameFAQs and trying to figure out. <laughs> Jetty, you can look at a walkthrough later. This is the podcast. I need to know, and you they just know... keep saying, "Is this going to keep you up at night?" <laughs> it has been. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? Hey, guys. What video games are you excited to come out soon, or in a year, or in two years? Maybe? Near future, I suppose. Near in quotation word. marks with an yeah. asterisk. Games <laughs> may or may not actually be in proximity. Soon in trademark. Proximity. I heard a lot of us were excited for that Kirby game that's just yes. called Kirby right now. Yes, it looks Kirby. adorable. It does and look really good. It looks like, and it also looks like. It's a combination of, like, Superstar... Mechanically, it's a combination of, like, Kirby Superstar, Kirby Returns to Dreamland, and Kirby and the Crystal Shards, which are, like, the oh, best ones. Games. Those are, like, the best Kirby games, and they're just... Because you can get four-player mode, mm-hmm. but the four players, instead of just being Meta Knight, Waddle Dee, and King DDD, so basically only your only options are Sword, Hammer, and Spear... It's any of the, it's, you, you make them the same way in Superstar, you get a partner, where you swallow a power, and then you press a button, and it tur- they turn into the enemy. So that's how you do your multiplayer mode now. So you can be any, any power in multiplayer mode, which is cool. And then also, you've got the power mixing from uh, Kirby and the Crystal Shards. I don't know how in-depth it is, but it looks more in-depth than Squeak Squad, which just had... You could do electric and ice bombs, and you could do a fire, electric, or ice sword, and those were the only combinations. So it looks it looks cool. I, I like where it's going mechanically, and I'm hoping that they got rid of the uh, the super power mode from Returns to Dreamland. You guys know what I'm talking about. Kind of. I know what you're talking about. It's a pain. It's just, it just slows the game down so much. It's not fun because whoever's Kirby just like does a thing, and then the other whoever's playing with you are just like, well, I guess we're just watching this now. It's not a good time for multiplayer, and I hope they don't put it back in, because it's very slow and not really that much fun. Anybody else got opinions on Kirby game or otherwise? You're not excited for any video games at all? Oh. I wasn't sure um, we were done talking about Kirby. I said Kirby or otherwise. <laughs> what is, how else could I say? Well. Sorry, I just thought that would be a terrible segue to jump off in the middle of something. It wasn't the middle. I gave you a segue platform. I literally set out a path before you. We set out two paths. One that went back, looped back to Kirby, and one that went to a new topic. And you could have taken either ones, but you just stood there staring at the fork in the road. No, she was too busy derailing everything. Exactly. We we talked about this earlier. You you should have seen this coming. Did you just ask me to make rails just so that you could derail them? (laughs) And you did it, didn't you? You're fired you from the podcast. <laughs> oh, how dare you? Anyways, now that it's my turn to talk, I'm excited for Xenoblade. Just saying. The new one? <laughs> yes. You're not excited for the old one anymore? You're a bad fan. Well, I'm still excited. For, I'm always excited for, for the old one but because it's excellent. But I am very excited for this new one because... 
it's actually instead of like Xenoblade Chronicles X, this is actually like Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Like isn't for it, real. Isn't it also called Xenoblade Chronicles Two? No, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Wait, oh, okay. I thought it was. No, it is. That's what I'm saying. Like X was kind of more like a spin off, but this is like Actually, not direct. I mean, based on what we've seen in the trailer, it's not you know directly continuing the story from one, but it's going to use a lot of the same elements and a lot of the same world. Which I mean, X did too, so I I don't really understand. But it just looks so beautiful, and I'm really really excited. The music in the trailer was excellent. I may have cried a little bit at work while I was watching the trailer at my desk. My coworkers were laughing at me. I cried. But, but um, D- Diana, you're missing the actually important question. What? Is the name of the game actually Xenoblade Chronicles yes. 2? Yes. Okay, you said no at the first. I said yes! Is Collie, everyone back me fired up. from the podcast? Back, back me up on this, Collie. She said no the first time I said that. I heard a lot of yeses, and I also heard a lot of noes, so I don't know what's going on. Okay, another another question that's probably going to bother you, because I still don't know anything about Xenoblade Chronicles, Same. and I don't understand. Um, so is, is this, he is it, really is, feeling it? <laughs> is he or is he not so. feeling it in an extreme manner? Um, second of all, I certainly hope so. Does this like take place in the same universe, or is it just like the, is it like a Final Fantasy thing sort of thing where it's like they're not like they share mechanics and kind of like aesthetics, but at the same time they're just like kind of all separate from each other most of the time, or is it like or is it like oh a hundred years in the future this is what the Xenoblade world looks like, or is it like like this is this is what's his name's Shulk's kid, yeah, the Incredible Shulk. Is it like his kid and his magic sword lady? It's a magic sword lady, right? I'm pretty okay. sure that's the only thing I got was that it was so, a magic sword lady. You you would have hated watching that with me because I know nothing about Xenoblade, but was sticking around through it anyway because Nintendo, and I was just renaming all the characters based on like what they were doing, like. I don't know what's the name char- the main character's name in what the old one or the new one the the one that's coming out Rex oh I called him like Kingdom Hearts pants he does kind of look like the guy from Kingdom Hearts I will give you that and wasn't there a dog I think I called him Space Doggo because <laughs> I haven't been a dog I don't remember <laughs> I had no idea what was going on and I was so confused and I was just kind of like I don't know that sword lady person yeah i think she's a sword i'm pretty sure she's a sword the sense that i'm that i got from the trailer is that it's going to be new like the characters are all going to be new and the world looks different but i feel like it's going to have the same kind of elements like it looks like the environment looks the same so like maybe we're gonna have a environment similar to the initial um bionis trek in xenoblade one because if you i'm looking at the cover of the game right now and it looks incredibly reminiscent to the original xenoblade so i'm thinking they're go and in in xenoblade x i didn't actually play it but from what i saw of the game it was a lot more flat and then like spread out 
And I mean, don't get me wrong, Xenoblade, or the original and probably this one, are huge games, but in Xenoblade 1, you're like climbing up something. And then I feel like this is going to be more of that, if that makes sense. So basically, it's like when you have a regular Minecraft server and then you have a Minecraft <laughs> server that goes into Amplified? Possibly? Is that what I just feel like. Probably with the X analogy of the century. <laughs> Xenoblade X was good, but it wasn't exactly what the fans wanted. We wanted something that was more exactly in line with what we got out of the original, and I think that's what they're giving us here. Which is good, because that's what we want. I have faith that it's going to be excellent, because the first one was excellent. And I'm very excited. You didn't didn't like Xenoblade Chronicles excellent? (sighs) I didn't see that much of it. I, I was trying to keep it, I was trying to not watch it, like, at all. Because I thought maybe eventually I'd get a Wii U and I'd play it, but now I have a Switch. So... Uh, I'm probably not going to get a Wii U, so now I can watch someone play it if I want to. But from what I heard from, like, the fans, it wasn't as well-received as the original. Like, because, honestly, I don't think you can compare anything to that game. You can't compare anything to the original Xenoblade. It's, It's not comparable to anything else. So, I feel like that may have had something to do with it, but I feel like this has promise. I'm excited. And then clearly, because I cried during the trailer. I'm excited. Well, based, it looked good. Well, based on where things are going, I would imagine that like just by owning a Switch, you'll eventually have access to Xenoblade Chronicles X, because literally every new game is being re-released for the Switch. Like, yeah, that's what I'm them. thinking. That's why I'm not worried. <laughs> because I was gonna... no one bought a Wii U. Well, I was also going to ask is... Um... Are there games for the Switch? Because I was recently uh, happened to be in a Toys R Us, and uh, I decided to look at the video games section. It's a good question. They had approximately, I believe, eight. Yeah, there's yeah. not a lot yet, but they have. The thing is, they they have planned out the rest of their year. At, like Nintendo's planned out the rest of their year, and there will be at least like a huge one huge game released like per month until the end of the year. Well, that's Which, good. I mean, I think that's pretty impressive given the sheer volume of games that they're like making right now between Super Mario like Odyssey and Xenoblade and the new Fire Emblem game. God bless everything everywhere. I am getting that. Holy crap. Everyone those looks horse hot physics. AF. Did you see those horse physics? That horse oh, was God, the yeah. real hero of that game. Yes. Are you guys talking about the from Andrioma and Xander in a row? Slay me! First are, you, are you guys talking about the um, the Dynasty Warriors? Yes, I sure. That. If that's the name of the game, Dynasty yeah. Warriors is like the new Lego. Yeah, it is. Like, really. just... See, they didn't sell me with the Zelda one. I all oh, I was this close to getting the Zelda one for the 3DS, but then I was like, you know what? No, it's alright. Like, I'm sure it's gonna be laggy as heck on the 3DS. I don't want to deal with that and I don't have a Wii U. But now that I have Fire Emblem in front of me with all of my husbands confirmed for the game, I'm like, well, out of loyalty, uh, I gotta buy this. So, I'm gonna buy it. Wasn't there another (laughs) one? I feel like... They got me with this one. I feel like there was another one in between this. Was there? I feel like there was another Dragon Warrior 
No, not Dragon Warriors. Dragon no. Warriors. No, Warrior. a dra- maybe the, maybe what? Maybe it was a Dragon Warriors Dynasty Warriors. That was, you know, that there might have been. I feel like there may have been. Here, wait. I hang on. I'm gonna look up. I'm pretty sure there was another Dynasty Warriors similar type game before Fire Emblem was announced. But maybe maybe I'm just remembering when Fire Emblem Dynasty Warriors was announced. It was announced first. a while back. And then that they were going it to be doing this. Just sort of exact like. When you announce a game like that, even if they didn't have, like, a lot of footage, like, you just... It's gonna be a Dynasty Warriors game with Fire Emblem characters in it. So, like, I probably just pictured exactly what they had, because it's not difficult to picture that. Let's see. Okay, I have the list in front of me of all the games they're gonna be releasing for the rest of the year for the Switch. We got... So, next month, July, they're releasing Splatoon 2... Which I'll probably buy. Splatoon. Splatoon, yes. August is Mario and Rabbids, which is pretty soon, all things considered. Uh, September is Pokemon Tournament DX, which I didn't even know was a thing until E3. That's another one where it's like, oh yeah, that's the good game for the Wii U that no one bought because no one had a Wii U, so they're just going to put it on the Switch. I honestly didn't even know they were making a new one. I just like the name. It's like not a new one. It's like Mario Kart 8. Yeah, Mario Kart 8 is already out. No, but um, I'm saying it's like Mario Kart 8. Oh, it's like Mario Kart 8. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then October is Super Mario Odyssey, which comes out the day before my birthday. Yeah, that's great. Er- that's a lot earlier than I thought it was going to oh, come Oh, I out. thought it wasn't going to be till like, next year. But then when Nintendo like announced November. they were only going to be showing stuff that was going to be done this year, and they started showing it, I was like, oh, man, that's Wait, crazy. That's not, that's not true. They showed... No. They talk, oh, about, you mean, like, they talk about Pokemon. Well, they didn't. The Pokemon RPG thing isn't going to be until, like, I don't even know when. And then that Kirby game they, they talked show about. that? No, no, no. They, they were just like, hey. Maybe they meant on the show. Well, that doesn't Yeah, I would think they on the like, show for They literally just, like, talked about it. They are like, oh, hey, yeah, there's going to be, like, a Pokemon it. RPG. And there's, like, there's some even... guy just sit- sitting there drawing. I don't know. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't show that. talk no. about Metroid 4. They just showed Metroid Prime 4. They just showed Oh, we got to talk about that in a minute. Oh, there's yeah. nothing to talk about. It was literally just like. But I'm excited. <laughs> Everyone lost it. The only thing I'm happy about is the squishy amiibo. Oh my god, yes. I'm okay, so, I don't care. <laughs> so nobody, nobody cares about Metroid Prime. What I care about is care Metroid about. Two: Return of Samus. That's the 3DS one, right? Yeah, that's coming out for the 3DS, and I think it's before the end of the year as well. Because. As you know, Game Cola fans may recall from previous uh, discussions, previous podcasts, the most recent Metroid game that I played is Metroid 2 Return of Samus on the Game Boy. Ooh. <laughs> so <laughs> they're that bringing it back. Which is interesting because, like, people, like, do you, you remember the story about it was called Another Metroid 2 Remake? Yeah. And then, that's, like, that's it was a fan drama. game. And then it got released, and the day it released, Nintendo sent out a cease and desist. Yep. Makes a little bit more sense now. Because they were working on it the whole time. Their own. Like, no, you're not stealing no spotlight. For that, honestly. Uh, I also, I've also heard people say, theorizing that the only reason that they brought up Metroid Prime Four was they thought that people were going to be really upset if all they re- they announced about Metroid was the Metroid Two remake on 3DS. So they were like, <laughs> that okay, wouldn't surprise me. We're we're working on the console one. Also, here's here's the handheld. Let's one say that people we're seem pretty with. pretty pumped about that one. 
Yeah, I know. People seem excited enough, but I I agree it was a, it would have been a gamble to just announce a remake and also just for the 3DS and not for the Switch. Mm-hmm. But now that they've announced one for the Switch, I feel like people will get hyped for people both. Not only not to get upset about it. Yeah. It's still also just a title card, though. Yeah. Like, but, you still, know, at least still, we know it's coming. It could still be, like, just because they call it Metroid Prime 4 doesn't mean that it's not going to be, um... Oh, just because they call it Metroid good. Prime 4 doesn't mean that it's not going to be Metroid Other M2. Don't. Metroid they the actual M. I'm just saying. Like, you don't know. So, anyway, to finish off the year, we have Fire Emblem in November. God bless. And uh, December is Xenoblade, which is also sooner than I thought it would be. I definitely didn't. I thought Xenoblade would come out maybe early next year at the soonest. But I'm super pumped. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I got I'm, a Switch when I did. If we're if we're are we ready to transition over to Mario Odyssey? Because I don't yeah. have to say about yes, Mario Odyssey. I, yeah. Jetty, Jetty, have you seen the Mario Odyssey trailer? Is this a good thing or a bad thing, Joe? I mean, I, I saw them playing it. Like I saw. But did you see the trailer? <laughs> you know if you so. saw it the trailer. A, it was a did, while ago though. Did you see the thing where it like we didn't even know what it was a trailer for and it like opened up on a grassy field and a Tyrannosaurus Rex the Tyrannosaurus Rex walked on screen and it like what is this game about a T Rex? Jurassic and then Park. It goes I thought it was up Jurassic Park. And there's a Mario hat on it. And then Mario jumps out of the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Because in Mario Odyssey, you can control the minds of other <laughs> creatures. You know, I would also just like to add with the backgrounds. I don't know if you noticed, but everyone was wearing a hat. Yes, literally everyone. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Because then, oh, that's how they denote. That's how they denote whether or not you can take over someone if they're wearing a hat. They're wearing a hat. Oh my god! I was like, okay, not many people. I can steal your hat and make it my hat, which makes it better. (laughs) Oh god! I don't know. I'll still get it. No, it's good. No, I'm I'm down down with. Yeah, I'm not. That's not a complaint. I'm gonna be. I want to just. Take control of a car and like cause mayhem. That's gonna be the great. best part. It looks it, it great. Looked, yeah, it looked like a lot of fun. I liked how there is a little more customization with characters, like mm-hmm. not just the overalls. Like you know, he was. I think in the treehouse they were showing the uh, like he was wearing a sombrero and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's oh, yeah. like that looks really cool. And then like the safari outfit. I guess. I I guess my question is, where are they going to go with the naming scheme as time goes on? Like, I guess they've already departed. They didn't go from Super Mario Galaxy to Super Mario Universe, which was, like, the obvious one. But, yeah. like, conceptually, that kind of seems like what this is. Mario Galaxy you know I mean? X. Because Super Mario Galaxy, you go from galaxy to galaxy. In Super Mario Odyssey, you are kind of... It does kind of look like you're going from universe to universe. It doesn't look like you're in, like, one cohesive space. But I don't Maybe know. Like are. it's weird because you go to New Donk City and Pauline is there. I, I can't take that name seriously though. And New Pauline Donk is City. there though. So like, what is New that? Donk. What are the implications of that in a main series Mario? Is that this is going to turn into King Kong, and we're going to see Donkey Kong climbing up the tower to get Pauline. But like, Done. but like, here's yeah, well, the thing. Yeah, like who? Like, are we going to yeah. talk about? Like, okay, is she like his ex? 
I don't know. Up. I want clarification on that issue. You probably will never get clarification. It's going to be like and more. also like like the whole thing where like Cranky Kong is supposed to be the original Donkey Kong, but also what? Oh yeah. But also Mario is not an old man. Yeah, that's a little odd. <laughs> Time travel. I'm, I'm really confused, guys. I mean, he did go to space and back. That doesn't resolve anything. I'm just saying that that happened. Video games shouldn't be this confusing. But really, though, is anyone going to want to see, like, an old Mario? Just I'm like... not complaining <laughs> about old Mario. It's not my point. I'm just confused about how this universe functions. It doesn't function. We'll find out how it functions, maybe. Hopefully. Maybe. Like, are we going to go and say that we're going to go back to Mario grew up in, like, a regular type city and then to <laughs> the Mushroom Kingdom? Are we going back to that storyline? Where he's man. a plumber from, like, New York or something? <laughs> maybe like, what? when you I... enter, you know, the Mushroom Kingdom, you, you stop aging. Maybe. What is this, another well, Neverland? Would Pauline... Why would Pauline? And then oh, also, man. and then also, that's the, that's the Donkey Kong universe. Donkey is, Kong universe ages obviously yeah. the Mario ones like Neverland and Bowser. Is the Donkey Kong Captain universe Hook. the same as the Mario universe? Uh, apparently not. Because it doesn't. Is the Donkey what? Kong universe like a dystopian Mario future? <laughs> I don't know. I'm so oh, confused. Shit. I'm so confused, guys. Help. Guess we'll never know. Hey, hey guys. Hey, guys. Hey, what? Do you want to answer some, some, some yes. Facebook questions? Sure. Sure, I'd love to. Okay. So we've got... I'm sorry, we've got... I got really distracted near the end of that discussion because I was looking at that, um, you know, the schedule of things, and I, I just happened, um, just happened to zoom in on the, uh, the Fire Emblem Warriors cover and Krom and Ryoma just happened to be right next to each other, so I just got distracted. So we've got we've got four questions. <laughs> yeah, um, we've got four questions that are the most important thing to talk about right now. And, Not my Fire Emblem husband. And um, the first one comes from uh, Daniel Dugovic. I think that's how you would say that. Yeah, Dugovic, Dugovic. Or um, roll, roll with it. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, the first question is that, and it says, does anyone have opinions about the ukulele Kickstarter, which delayed the initial release, and just yesterday, when this person wrote the thing, released a larger patch on PC? I did hear a little bit about this. Not, I don't really necessarily have an opinion on it. I do think from what I, I haven't seen a lot of, um, ukulele, just to clarify, but from what I've seen, it looks pretty good. I'm glad that they released the patch because apparently it fixed a lot of issues. That something maybe to do with the camera. I think yeah, I read a little bit about it today. It worked pretty bad. Oh, so, so it was I mean, some Sonic Adventure Two cameras. Oh God, that's um, what I heard. That's, that's oh, basically God. what I heard. Just in so, general, I mean, if the with... question is, I guess like it's a good thing that they released the patch. <laughs> hey, patches are always good if they're going to fix issues, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when it, when it comes to like when it comes to the quality of the games, like that's that's always up to the developer. And I'm not exactly. gonna, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cut anyone like a lot of slack on that. When it comes to release dates with Kickstarter things, I feel like it's one of those situations where 
it's based on how it's different. I feel like most game companies, there are release window situations, but also, like, I feel like it's different. There's a little more flexibility. Like, when, I, when someone pitches a game to a publisher, right? Or, like, you're a game studio and you say, this is the game we want to make. This is when we think we're going to finish. I feel like mm-hmm. that date can, like, move around and is also, like, sort of determined by marketing more than the people who are, like, sort of running the project. And with Kickstarter, may, and I don't know, I'm not a games industry person, so I can't say for sure, but I feel like with Kickstarter, you kind of have to, like, say, like, this is when we think we're going to be done with the game. But it's almost always, like, their best guess, but, like, they don't really know because it's almost always, like, a, not necessarily, like, obviously with ukulele they were all industry veterans but at the same time (laughs) this was the the first time they were working together on a project like this in this environment yeah and you have to make like a prediction of like several years in the future of when you're going to be finished with this thing and sometimes things go wrong i mean sometimes you have setbacks that you can't foresee you think something is going to be easier than it is and then you really start getting into the project and you're like oh this is going to take a lot longer than we thought because of x and y variables and, I mean, I think what matters is they got the patch out in a timely manner, all things considered. Mm-hmm. I uh, I believe I wrote an article for Game Cola, something to the effect of uh, coming September 2015 or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. And all of the games listed there uh, were released like uh, a year or two later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like games on Kickstarter. It happens. Um, I mean, and and again, like. As you were saying, most games, when they announce a release date, they're like 90% of the way through, not like 10% of the way through. Yeah. Or um, not even started. Right. Yeah. You can't be so bold to be like, oh, no, yeah, we're like 5% of the way done with this game. Yeah, we can push that to like later this year. Yeah, sure. Yeah, just Kickstarter just doesn't have that luxury. A, slap a release date on that and call it a day. It's all good. So that's that. That's, that's okay. our opinion. So we will. So let's go to the um, the second question we have. Um, this one was submitted by Game Cool Superfan uh, Daniel Dugovic, um, it's... and it's and it's what is your high score in the Google Chrome? There is no internet connection in many game. Does everyone um, know what we're talking I, about here? I know exactly I what we're talking about. No idea what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, no. So I if you the problem is that you can't test it now because you're on a podcast and you use the internet <laughs> but if you later and if you're listening you can do this too later um don't do it now because we want you to keep listening to the podcast and you might need the internet for that well, maybe um, they're listening on their uh their on their mobile iPod. device yeah. well then they can't then they can't do it well if they, 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 ha- if the they have 4g and they want to use their data let them use it as they please no no because it's a browser thing well, so no, if but- you're in chrome but they can I, know, I know what you're saying, Jenny. No, saying, but I mean Jenny. they can listen. This bit needs to be done, and we need to move on. The bit is over. I understand what you're saying. I was making a goof. I'm sorry it wasn't as good as you wanted it to be. Let's move Jeez. on. Oh, <laughs> you savage. Someone's getting feisty over here. It wasn't savage. I was insulting myself. I was insulting myself. What do you mean savage? I didn't even derail you. You, you don't need... Every, everything's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Just, just go on. Just continue. Okay. Um. It's uh. So if you if you have your browser and um, the internet's down, you can if you press like spacebar, the little dinosaur that's there will start running across, and it's basically like it's one of those flash games where you just have to jump over 
like the the obstacles that come in your path. That's what and the dinosaur is for. <laughs> I played it. I've definitely played it before when I was waiting for the internet to come back on something, but I don't know what my high score is. Usually, I just I... run to the router and unplug it. <laughs> Try to get the internet back. Me too. I I've definitely gotten like a couple thousand, like uh. I want to say like two or three thousand points. Wow, that's impressive. I've done, I've done pretty well. Where you get to watch like the phases of the moon as it goes by, Ooh. the day and night cycle and stuff. That's pretty sweet. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, hardcore. Hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we're going to the next question. All right, so the next question is um comes to us from uh, Daniel Dugovic. Okay. And it is, uh, what are good markets defined outside the mainstream games? Jetty, I think you might be able to answer this question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Japan. Answer. <laughs> Done. Get, get your ticket. Go to Japan. Get all the stuff. Come back. Come profit. back. I don't know. I mean, I guess I was also thinking of that while I was at uh, Toys R Us is like, you know, on the first few shelves, it's, like, at eye level. But then way down there that, like, I literally couldn't see what the titles were, I had to, like, duck down. And I was like, oh, there are some games, you know, for the Switch or whatever. They're just, like, ones you've never heard of. And they kind of look bad. Um, <laughs> and they kind of look bad. All right. Um, oh, oh, um, another one, of course, is uh, itch.io. itch.io. Yeah. That's still a website. It's still a great place to get indie games. Um, you're not even limited to just the stuff on the front page, which is all, like, uh, the top of the top, but you can go to, like, uh, free games, games under $5, whatever you want. Go by There's genre. also Indie Gala. Indie Gala is yeah. a great place to get indie games. Usually yeah. they hold sales, too, so that's awesome. So you can get nice indie games for pretty good prices. It helps your wallet. What is it? GOG? G-O-G? However you want to say that one. Um, if you like older games... Is a good place. Nice. Woot. Yeah. There's some games out there. <laughs> there are Steam's some. A, there's a good place. Like, I mean, Steam has a lot of good indie games, too. You just gotta, I mean, you kind of have to look for them a little bit. But, I mean, you can search by genre. I'm pretty sure indie is a genre, so. It is. <laughs> you can find a lot of cool indie games on Steam. There's a ton of them. There's a lot more than people would think that are actually on there. Some better than yeah. others. Definitely. Definitely look for the ones that say like pre-alpha, because then you're gonna get you're gonna get the best quality, the best quality quality deal. You're gonna get like early access, and you're gonna get all the cool content before everyone else does because it worked for Minecraft. So that means it'll work for literally every other game that exists. I'll let you do that. Yeah, you can take lead on that one. And when we say outside the mainstream, the best part of this is it's before the mainstream yeah so it's not, it's not they... even a stream yet yeah so can, get on that be the stream cool before the kids are cool yeah exactly like i was playing this game before it was mainstream like imagine the grand canyon before it was eroded away yeah that's that's how early you're getting and yeah the stream wow. hasn't even like that begun. just made you sound really yeah. old like, were you there before the Grand Canyon was formed? <laughs> I was. What do you mean? I'm not old. Just because I was just because I was alive before the Grand Canyon formed, you think I'm old? Oh my bad. You Your oldness. 
I tell you how what. How long did it take? <laughs> well, erosion is a very slow geologic process. Well, I mean, I guess it's. Oh wow! It, it just showed up. <laughs> All right, Answers.com will tell me. Did you ask Jeeves? No. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, I remember that. I'm not sure so if I can uh, can trust that. No, no, we don't. Just ask. Just we can just ask Joseph when this I mean, happened. Yeah, he was but there. He might lie to us. That's I mean, true. He might lie. I don't know. Like I don't like what. Like, just remember the day that the Grand Canyon but started. But you were like, come there. On. Yeah, but like. Well, I mean, like not like I was there before. It started. Yeah, he was... I wasn't there like when it exactly. started. I'm disappointed yeah. in you. Oh, you should have remembered. Well, we didn't like it, again. It was like outside the mainstream. Like we didn't know that the Grand uh, Canyon the was going to be Canyon. big. Uh, answer by generic U.S. citizen. Thank you, generic right. U.S. citizen. Uh, the Grand Canyon, as we know it today, there shouldn't be a comma there. Was formed over a period of 18 million years. Yep, that sounds about right. Sounds about right, I think. The, um, res- the, or what the Grand Canyon looks like is, it's a term called differential weathering. So, all the, which means like all the rocks that were there were under the same environmental conditions, yet they all eroded differently. So, it's you get cool. really cool geologic features like that. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, Joseph. Yes. Has Daniel Dugovic asked us any more questions? What do you mean? What do you mean? I'm just I'm just going through everyone who sent us a question. How do, wait? How did you know this last question is from Daniel Dugovic? How did you know? What? Whoa, Jenny. Because uh, well, yeah, see, the other questions couldn't have been Daniel Dugovic because this one says I don't have a question. But oh. Steam Summer Sale? Question mark. Yes. Are you ready for a miracle? Ready has as anyone, I can be. Has anyone? <laughs> has anyone bought anything? Yep. Yes. Do we want to talk about that? I mean, it's, my answer is boring. You can still say it. I bought I bought officially the Mega Man Legacy Collection. Nice. Cool. And I officially bought Mighty Number no. 9. Oh. That's Are you sure good. you wanted to do that? Yeah, I was going to say. Because I'm writing the... I don't think it's that much of a spoiler to say <laughs> that yeah. I am writing about it for the Game Colo Awards. Ah. I had played the demo, which is why I felt comfortable enough nominating it and voting for it. But if I'm gonna if I'm gonna write the thing, I wanna play it a little bit more in full. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Yeah. Passing judgment. So I've played a little bit of it. Um my opinion has not increased <laughs> I will say. No spoilers on the award that it won. Yeah, no spoilers. Yeah, yeah, no spoilers. spoilers. I don't think I don't think <laughs> No one will be able to guess. No one it's will know. Mystery. What could it have been? You mind that I spoiled that, Jetty? Hmm, what? I can't leave that Wait, in the podcast. Did, did you buy any games, Jetty? Right? No. He sells a lot of games from oh. Japan, to be fair. Yeah. No, so, I, actually... I have a lot of games on my Steam library that didn't stop me from buying anything this summer. Yeah, so. yeah. true. What did you buy, Coley? I bought the game called Hidden in Plain Sight. Ooh. That sounds cool. It is a local co-op only game, and I've played this before with some friends, and we had a good old time. But since it's local co-op, you really only need one person to have the game. So I wanted to have a copy, so when I had friends over and wanted to play, I could do that. 
And so basically, you have you have to try and win the game without looking like you're trying to win the game. Because if it looks like you're trying to win the game, you're going to lose. Because everyone's going to be able to find you, single you out, and take you out. So oh. basically, like, there's, I think it's only, max is like four people. So you have like four people, and you have a bunch of CPUs. And no one's like name tagged or anything, like player one or anything. So you have to find yourself first in this just crowd of <laughs> people. And once you find yourself, which sometimes admittedly takes a little bit of time without trying to be like too obvious, once you like find yourself, you have to try and start like winning the game. And there's a couple different game modes, and it's a lot of fun. I definitely recommend it. It's a dollar, I think, twelve or nineteen right now. So you, so wait, like how do you how do you win or prevent someone well, from winning? Yeah, you can you can knock people out. Like for example, there's one mode where there's five statues, and you have to touch the five statues to win. And do you have a certain number of people that you can knock out, or can you just like start well, punching? Can if, you just come out swinging? <laughs> you can come out swinging, but then it's obvious that it's a human player, so someone can just like come right behind you and like karate chop you. Like literally, like people like karate chop. <laughs> and so the five statue one, you just touch the different statues, and if, you know, no one gets knocked out, the first person to touch all five wins. But the last person standing, if that's, like, the way the route you want to go, if everyone else gets KO'd, then the person who didn't get KO'd wins. Cool. That sounds awesome. At I first, don't know if I, I saw have friends that would play that with me, but it's I, cool. I saw it, and I was like, this kind of looks, like, alright, and I'm watching this, I'm like, wait, no, this looks really fun. And I told my friend, I'm like, dude, we gotta get this game. And he's like, oh yeah, it's cheap, I'll buy it. It's like, I think, not on sale, it's like five bucks. And, like, we were playing, and we just had a ball. We've had hours of fun with this game. So, I would definitely recommend it. If you are looking for a good game to play with your friends, your local friends, definitely pick that up. It is a good, fun one. It's only local multiplayer, though? Yes, it is only local. Well, I feel like it might not work otherwise. Yeah. Why not? If I'm, if I'm understanding how the game works, like, you kind of have to be able to like see what the people around you are doing in order to identify that sometimes you can cheat you can like look at someone's controller and like look back at the screen and like match movements i don't i don't think i've done that but it is still a viable strategy oh that was completely all i would have done so that's <laughs> awkward but like, well yeah, that, like that's what screen cheats for discern the movement true screen sheets all about looking at other people's screens and seeing where they are exactly um so as for me i have not actually bought anything for myself in the summer sale i have had one game bought for me and i bought a game for someone i had um the wolf among us bought for me by one of my good friends which i'm super pumped about playing eventually because I've heard that it's really good, and it's very much, you know, like, Walking Dead type stuff like I've done before, so I'll probably do it on my channel, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, do it do it blind, of course. And then uh, I bought, um, I'm going to be seeing uh, my friend Masay Anella at Anime Expo this weekend, uh, this weekend as of recording this podcast, and I usually buy her something, and this year I decided I wanted to buy her um, Holiday Star, the Hat to Pull Boyfriend sequel. Oh, yes. <laughs> because she has oh, the first yes. one. But she is she didn't even know there was a sequel. 
So I bought her the sequel, and I sent her a message with it, and I'm like, I'm sorry, you're going to hate me <laughs> after this. And she's like, no, I can never hate I'm like, no, you don't know. You don't understand. Wow. You're going to hate me. So I bought that for her. I bought her the collector's edition because it was like $3. Yeah. Just so everyone knows, everyone should go buy it because the collector's edition is $3. Diana bought me something, and I also bought her something. Usually we exchange gifts during the summers. <laughs> I mean, why not? Everything's really cheap. Exactly. But I'm trying to save my money for Anime Expo, and the summer sale always happens right before Anime Expo. So, I, just, I don't want to spend all my money on Steam games, but I do. But I don't. That just means you gotta save a little extra more. Well, I would have gotten paid tomorrow, but I'm not working. So... I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll change my mind before I go to Anime Expo. But as of right now, I don't think I'm going to buy anything else. And then maybe after Anime Expo, I'll see. Because I think it goes on a little bit after Anime Expo, if I recall correctly. We'll see. So yeah, that's that's the summer sale. Mm-hmm. So the answer to that question is yes. Summer yes, sale is summer a thing. Sale. It is happening. There are stickers. There are stickers. Which I kind of I kind of fangirled a bit about a little bit. I, I was like, what stickers? I was like really excited. They are pretty cool. I have seen them. I think it's cool that they like incorporated all like these like different video games. Like there's uh, characters from Cave Story and there's characters from Life Strange. There's characters from yeah. Bioshock. Just like all the different universes that they just kind of put together. I love it. It's really cool. It's not as good as that one mini game they did a couple of years ago. That'll that will never oh the oh, memory I of that. About that people learned how to exploit that oh this is bad oh yeah <laughs> this is bad video games video games yeah so one more thing before we wrap up mm-hmm. Diana that's my name you have a new video game console because unlike the rest of the game, Cola staff, you stay active and up to date on current gaming trends I guess well <laughs> Yeah, I try. I mean, it's been a while. What's Uh, that like? What's it like owning the Nintendo Switch? Something that I think is still unique to you as a Game Cola staff member. Yeah, I think I might be the only one that owns one. Um, It's great. I really love the Switch so far. The only game I have for it is Breath of the Wild. Let's just lay that down right now. But I have been playing it pretty much nonstop for the past, like, couple weeks. And, um... The thing is, the thing that I think is great, especially given that I'm home for the summer, so I'm with my family, um, and uh, my family has an issue with sharing the big TV, so I was like, yo, I just opened my new video game console, I'm gonna play it on the big TV real quick, like, nobody stopped me, I'm gonna do this, and then my family came out, we're like, uh, excuse me, no, you need to leave, like, we wanna watch TV, but guess what? I have a small screen, so I can still play. Bam! That's the best part of the Switch for right now, because honestly, my family never lets me have the TV. Why? And thus, and thus, video games were solved forever. Uh, it's because my family are not gamers. So they don't <laughs> understand. Can, uh, I don't know, I mean, it, it's just still so rough. Like, come on, guys, you can't just let me have this one moment. They they let me have it for like two hours the first night that I got it. 
Okay, okay. That's, yeah, so I got, to, I, I got to play the first part of Breath of the Wild on my big TV. And I thought you meant like, that you, like, set it up, and then they came oh, in no. with, like, popcorn in hand, and were like, well, we're already... Well, they, they did, actually, but I was like, no, you're going to let me have this. And then my sisters were, like, being annoying and singing the whole time, so the experience was a little ruined. I was, I was kind of pissed, to be honest, yeah. but um, I got over it. And uh, now I've just been, at this point, I'm, like, not even trying anymore. I'm just, like, I don't feel like fighting. Like, I don't want to, I don't care. So I'll just play it on on the small screen, which it still looks just as great on the small screen. Hmm. I'm very happy with it. So I don't mind. Uh, the only thing, the only mishap I've had so far is uh, I accidentally attached one of the like e on the switch you can like detach the control like the side controllers and put them on like the remotes so you can just hold it in your hand when you're playing it on the TV. Yeah. Um I accidentally attached one of them to the controllers upside down because I wasn't paying attention and I had to get it off. <laughs> that was a little difficult. Hmm. I ended up kind of severely scratching myself up the very first night I had my switch. <laughs> no. I was like this is something I would do. Like it's me. Let's be honest. But um, I'm absolutely adoring Breath of the Wild. Like, I've been playing for probably ever now. I don't even know what my playtime is. I could probably check. It's right next to me. Um, but I have completed a grand total of one out of the four main missions. And it's because I get so distracted. How do I see my playtime on this thing? Okay, wow, well, I, I can't find it. I don't know how I see my playtime. But that is, um, that's all I've been doing for a while. So if we, uh, if we segue into, um, into games we've been playing, that's it. That's the answer. Oh, 40 hours. That's how much time I've put into um, to Breath of the Wild. I've done one main objective. It's kind of sad. But also kind of the point, I think. It, yeah, I do agree. It is also kind of the point. Um, it's gorgeous. Like, it's all I could have wanted, honestly, from from the Zelda game. I'm very happy with it. So, uh, yeah, Switch is great. Everyone should get one, if they can. Find one. It's fun. And I've heard that Mario Kart is great, too, and that's what I want to get next. So, I need to get a hold of Mario Kart. Do you want to know anything else about my Switch? I think I think that's good for now. We can okay, talk about it more good. in the in the far off future of podcast one hundred and X. You mean when I have Fire? I mean not we that can talk far. About Fire of... That's December. That's six podcasts from now. It could be November. It's I don't still know. Still, probably six podcasts from now because it. For don't the podcast remind me someone. how long it's going to take for that game to come out. Six be podcasts. Right. <laughs> I hate you. Jenny, have you... Was Pokemon Mystery Dungeon basically the video game you've been playing in recent times? Uh, for the most part, yes. Um, next podcast, I'll have more to talk about with other games. Okay. Hooray! Good to know. Um, I'll, I'll wrap us up with just talking about... So, um, along with my regular Overwatch playing, um, yes. my roommate and I have been playing through Lego Star Wars on the GameCube. Ooh, fun. And... Well, it's the first one, and it's not as good as I remember. <laughs> oh. Now, it definitely, like, the things that I remember being good about it are still good, 
Like, mm-hmm. I like the level design and the pacing of it um, a lot better than, like, Lego Indiana Jones and then, like, Lego Avengers, I think, is one of the... And, like, the more recent ones where there's just all these, like, odds and ends and it's just, like, very narrative and railroady, which just doesn't seem like what a Lego game should be. But I did forget that it doesn't control very well. <laughs> It's very slippery. Like, you will jump on a platform, and then you'll just kind of, like, slide off of it. And it's very, like, it's very difficult to, like, land where you want to land. And it's just, it's very, it's very, it's actually kind of tricky to control. Um, I think LEGO Star Wars 2 must have fixed it, and must be what I remember more liking. But it was just, and when I was younger, I probably had a greater tolerance for that. But yeah, it's just, like, kind of frustrating to control a lot of the time. Interesting. But it's still, like, definitely a great groundwork and definitely, you know, was a good design to keep going forward. Now we have Lego Dimensions, which is just, like, everything. All That's of the good. games. Maybe. I don't know. I, I haven't played that many Lego games, to be quite honest with you. Lego Dimensions is, like, a thing where it's just, like, it's a whole bunch of different franchises that just have, like, level packs. Is it, like, that Disney thing? I think it's kind of like that. Okay. I mean, I don't know much about that Disney thing either, but... <laughs> so are we good? Are we good to wrap things up? I think let's, we're good. Let's, um... We're probably good, because I just started playing Breath of the Wild again. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, let me tell everyone that thank you for listening to this edition of the Game Cold Podcast. I'm going to speak softly now, and more content, because apparently people thought I was getting too loud and angry this podcast. <laughs> so we'll, we'll end on a calm note. Even though I was just trying to keep the energy up and keep things fun and spicy, but I didn't mean to to hurt anyone's feelings. So I'm sorry. I deeply apologize. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Game Cola Podcast. If you like what you heard, you can check us out on our actual internet website, GameCola.net. The letter G, the letter A, the letter M, the letter E, the letter C, the letter O, the letter L, the letter A, the punctuation mark, period. And then net, like a fish net. You can also check us out on our YouTube channel, gc.net, the letter G, the letter C, the word dot, and the word net. I think this is how the podcast should always be. I'm creeped out. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Two different reactions. I'm very creeped out by this. <laughs> I don't know. There's can... part of me that's uncomfortable. We can have this podcast. If you would like to see more from Game Cola, you can follow us on social media, such as Twitter and Facebook. Just search Game Cola. I believe in you. You can do it. Now I'm really creeped out. <laughs> you, can also, you can also find us on iTunes if you like the podcast. But if you don't like the podcast, get out! Oh my god! <laughs> or just don't rate us on iTunes. Just don't rate us on iTunes. Well, Diana, come on. You got to pick one. Like, I tried being nice and calm. I tried being aggressive. You have to have a middle ground. I tried being loud and funny. I don't know what you want from me. A middle ground. That's not high energy enough. I need to make a strong choice. I can't just be average. Fine. Just completely, completely middle ground. All right? Just nothing. Completely zero. Okay, here we go. True neutral. True neutral. If you would like to email us questions on the Game Call podcast, you can do so by checking out things on Facebook or Twitter when Anna, our social media trash queen, gives, uh, gives out the questions on the Facebook the and the Twitter and says, 
that you can ask us questions. Like our good friends, um, Daniel Dugovic, Daniel Dugovic, Daniel Dugovic, or Daniel Dugovic. You can also send us questions to the Game Cola email, podcast at gamecola.net. Is this what you sound like at work? This is what no. I sound like at work. This is not. You sound like me? You sound like no, me sound with super I'm enthusiastic like Joseph Martin at work, Diana? I sound I, super monotone like that. Um, thank you, actually, for listening to the thank Game Cola podcast. Have a, have a lovely day, a lovely night, or a lovely whatever time of day it is, wherever you are, whenever you're listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Sweet. I just can't win with, I just can't win with you, Diana. Love I you. I try so hard. Love you so much. And and all you do, all you do, is just uh, okay. Is just just mm-hmm. criticize. I'm and... a little busy. I'm I'm fighting some azolfos. <laughs> um, we could continue this later.